Greetings, people loved by God. Welcome to worship on this Reformation Day. Uh, Reformation Sunday, of course, is a day that we rejoice and celebrate and thank God for Martin Luther and the other reformers of the church. But more importantly, actually, we rejoice and we celebrate and we thank God that we are saved by faith through Jesus Christ and his work, not our own human works. And as followers of Christ, redeemed by him and his blood, we enjoy an incredible freedom in the gospel of Jesus Christ. We welcome everybody here today to worship. We also welcome those who are, are watching or listening online today. Welcome everybody to Chapel of the Cross. Uh, for those who are on, online, uh, make sure you go to our website, chapelofthecross.org, and there you will find under the resources tab uh, uh, the uh, link for this, for this bulletin for this service. Also, there is a link under the Give tab to give your offering to the Lord and His church. Uh, just a few announcements before we begin worship today. Uh, this upcoming Saturday, uh, November 6th, Mike and Jean Miller of Day 3 Seeds will be joining us. On that day, they will lead our children and our youth and adults in hand harvesting and scooping seed to be sent to Pastor Raymond Kaija in Uganda, especially in his work and his service to the refugees there in that country. We will also share a turkey lunch together. So it's going to be a great day with Mike and Jean of Day 3 Seeds. That starts about 10 a.m. on that Saturday, goes through lunchtime. Uh, sign up to come at the, at the Welcome Center. Also, we are blessed that, that Mike and Jean will be leading the Bible class a week from today. So they'll be here next Sunday leading a Bible class and sharing an update on Day 3 Seeds and the wonderful ministry that they are involved with there. As you saw out in the commons area, Mary Martha Guild is selling mix-in fixins. If you don't know what that is, well, it's uh, kind of ingredients all put together in a jar to make either cookies or coffee cake or soups, things, things like that. All proceeds from the sale of those mix-in fixins goes toward mission and ministry. And th this year they chose to give that, the proceeds to Day 3 Seeds. So that's a, a, a wonderful uh, way for you to, to help as well as get some yummy treats that you can make. Now there's just a few things that are available to buy anymore. I, I think the people at 5 o'clock and 8.30 kind of bought a lot of stuff, but there's still a few things there. So if you rush out after church, you can, can maybe buy some. Um, or if you ordered it, pre-ordered it, they have it available for you. On Tuesday, the 16th of November, 2 to 4 p.m., and then on Thursday, the 18th of November, 6.30 to 8.30, there are two special grief share events called Surviving the Holidays. We do this every November as we look forward to uh, Thanksgiving, as we look forward to Christmas. It's an opportunity for you to receive support as perhaps you might be mourning the death of a loved one, and it's sometimes especially hard uh, when the holidays come around. So, so that, that, that is uh, established for you that you can maybe uh, receive some support through Grief Share. See the chapel weekly for more information about that or uh, call the church office and talk to Bill. He'd be happy to talk to you about that. In our prayers, we will pray for a, a few families who are mourning the death of loved ones. Uh, we will be praying for George Tomasi and his family as they mourn the death of his brother, Robert. Visitation with the family will take place on Wednesday at Bowie Funeral Home in St. Peter's until the, um, starts at, starts at uh, uh, 10.30 a.m. until the time of the service, which is at 12.30 at the funeral home there. And we will also be praying uh, for the family of Cheryl Bamer, the mother of, of Craig Bamer. Uh, she passed away this week. Funeral will be on Tuesday, November 2nd at 11 a.m. at Hutchins Funeral Home on Graham Road. 
May God bless you today as we worship. We begin our Reformation worship by singing together that opening hymn, Glory Be to God the Father, as it's printed in your bulletin. We stand to sing it together. of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus said, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. With humble hearts, let us approach our Father's throne of grace. Together, we pray. Gracious Father, because our entire lives are to be ones of repentance, we bow before you and confess our sins. We often have turned away from the truth of your word, choosing to go our own way by what we have thought, by what we have done, and by what we have failed to do. We have broken your commands and are deserving of your punishment. By the mercy of Jesus Christ, your Son, Set us free from our captivity. Enable us by your Holy Spirit 
to live under you in your kingdom and to serve you in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. And for his sake, God forgives us all of our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. May the Lord, who's begun this good work in us, bring it to completion in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Lord, to know you is to know true freedom from sin and to live in the transforming power of your Holy Spirit. Grant that we, who hold fast to the word of your Son, may never return to our captivity, but walk daily in the new life that we've received. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from Revelations 14, verses 6 through 7. Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in an uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. 
He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The epistle reading is from Romans chapter 3. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. But now a righteousness from God, apart from law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There's no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice, because in his forbearance he'd left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where, then, is boasting? It is excluded. On what principle? On that of observing the law? No, but on that of faith. For we maintain that a man is justified by faith apart from observing the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand in honor of the reading of the words of Christ. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, 
you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy Reformation Day. Today, October 31st, it's not just a day that we focus on Halloween candy and things that go bump in the night, but October 31st, for us, it marks the day that 504 years ago, a monk named Martin Luther stirred up quite a debate with his 95 theses, posting them on the church door in Wittenberg, Germany. What he wanted to do, really, was just to start a discussion about the sale of something called indulgences, documents that the church promised would forgive sins. And Luther could find that nowhere in the Bible, so he wanted to talk about that. But he ended up rediscovering the truth of the gospel itself. And then in the years that would follow others who discovered this good news about Jesus, they would come to be known as Lutherans. And there'd be Lutheran churches and Lutheran schools and Lutheran hospitals and Lutheran care homes and Lutheran pastors. And many years after the Reformation, there would even be a church planted called Chapel of the Cross Lutheran. Now, there's a lot more Reformation history in all this, of course, but I don't really want to talk about history with you this morning, as fascinating as that is. But I do want to talk about what the Reformation was really all about. And you find that in the gospel text that's assigned to be read on Reformation Day, that the words of Jesus from John chapter 8. I'd like to read that again for you. Jesus then said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been in bondage to anyone. How is it that you say you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not continue in the house forever. The son continues forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. I'm sure you know those words. Those are the final words of the famous I Have a Dream speech of another Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr. And it was a powerful declaration, a powerful case that King made for the freedom of African Americans from discrimination and prejudice and injustice, and racism. Martin Luther, the, the original Martin Luther, he was very concerned about freedom too, freedom of the gospel. And he too had some powerful words to share. And he too had a famous speech when he found himself standing before the Roman emperor who told Luther to take back everything he was preaching about, everything he was teaching about. And Luther said, here I stand. I can do no other, so help me God. And then there's Jesus himself, who tells us what true freedom is really all about. True freedom is freedom from sin, which comes by knowing the truth of God's word. That freedom, that freedom in Jesus is what the Reformation is all about. 
Now, a lot of people have a lot of different ideas, I think, about what freedom actually is. I think if we took a poll in here, we'd have different answers on that. I don't know if a lot of you listen to country music. I do. I like country music. There's a song by Thomas Rhett that I like a lot called 16. It's about this idea of freedom that he had as he was growing up and that he never seemed to have enough of it. One of the verses goes like this. It says, What I wouldn't give to be 16, wild and free, cruising up and down Maine in my F-150. Roll the windows down, bass too loud from this burnt CD. I'll be right where I want to be when I'm 16. Then he goes on throughout the song to talk about when he would be free. So the next verse talks about when he would be 18. Well, then he'll be really free when he's 18 years old. Well, boy, 18's nothing when you get to be 21. Man, when I'm 21, then I'm going to be really free. And maybe some of you remember thinking like that. Maybe some of our young people have thought like that. I mean, I've got a 15-year-old. I'm sure he'd love to be cruising up and down Maine in my F-150. What high schooler or middle middle schooler hasn't thought that? I just want to be free. Free from rules. Free from teachers, maybe even my parents. Free from homework and assignments and projects. I just want to be free. And that doesn't stop, of course, when you're done with school, with middle school or high school or even college. When you get a little older, maybe past 50, you start thinking, man, I just want to be free. Free from this backache. Free from this knee that keeps on hurting me. Free from this boss. Man, I wish I could be free from taxes, free from my bills, free from my responsibilities that just seem to be growing and growing. I just want to be free. And when you think about that word freedom, everybody has a different picture of it, a different picture of freedom. And our Lord, he comes to us, and he says, well, I'll tell you what true freedom is. It's it's not turning 16 or 18 or even 21. It's not getting out of school or getting rid of homework. It's not changing bosses or not having to pay taxes or not having any responsibilities. Jesus says, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. And then you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Freedom comes from God's word. Freedom comes from the truth. So the Reformation is not only about freedom. The the Reformation, even more so, is about the truth. See, in Luther's day, uh, the church was ignoring parts of the truth of God's word. And so they they began to teach things and confess things not based on the truth of God's word, such as indulgences, but on what made people feel good, or maybe more importantly, what what was good for the institutional church, not for the kingdom of God, but what was good for the church. And so the truth was being distorted, and the truth was being ignored, and the truth was even... Well, they were even changing what the truth was, or trying to. And Martin Luther, he saw that, and he, he pushed against that. Because he knew that's not what the Bible said. See, Martin Luther, he was a sinner, of course, just like you and me. You know, he spent a lot of time beating himself up about sin. Sometimes literally beating himself up about sin. He could not figure out 
how he could please God with his life. And because he was so in touch with that sinful condition of his, he had no hope. He had no hope to please God at all. So he didn't really have even a whole lot of hope in his salvation. He he knew so clearly the truth of God's law, and that sat on him like a ton of bricks. That truth of the law of God's word, that hurt, and that stung him. But then Luther began to discover the whole truth of God's word and began to understand the gospel. He began to understand that we are not saved by what we do or by how we live. The only thing that brings salvation to us is the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. The fact that the Son of God's blood was shed for you and for me, that's salvation. It is Christ who reaches down into our lives and he pulls us up out of the depths of sin and death and he washes us clean with his grace and with his forgiveness so that we might have life. He's the one who does it. He's the one who covers our sins, who who gives us his grace, who declares to us that we are holy before God our Father. It is in Christ alone that we are saved. And so salvation is not found in our own strength. Salvation is not found in our own effort, in our own good works, but only in the name of Jesus Christ. Only in his strength, through his effort, through his work. That's the truth. And that truth does not bring pain. (laughs) That truth brings joy. That truth does not produce suffering. It produces peace. That truth does not hurt. It heals. And so we hold on to that truth. Truth that the gospel that gives joy and and peace and healing. You know, isn't it interesting that this very truth that brings us freedom is not a picture of freedom at all? I mean, remember the picture? It's a picture of a man in a courtroom, and his hands and his feet are bound, and he's bruised, and he's battered. And he's bloody. And the Roman governor is asking him one question after the other. Who are you? Where did he come from? Where are you going? What are you doing? Why did you do this? And why did you do that? He even asks him, don't you know that I have the power to either crucify you, to kill you, or to let you go? And Jesus is silent. He doesn't answer he's not free to answer. Well, he, he could have been free. He really could have. I mean, he had the power to just break through those ropes that bound him and just, just walk through the crowd to freedom. But he didn't do that. And you know, he wasn't really bound by those ropes anyway. He was not bound by those soldiers, even Pontius Pilate. Christ Jesus was bound by your sins and by mine. Christ Jesus was bound by your guilt and mine. Christ Jesus was bound by his love for you and me. Well, there there is no freedom in the truth of that picture, Not, not for Jesus, but for you and me. Oh, the freedom that's in that picture. 
you and I are free because Jesus Christ chose not to be free. And Jesus says, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and that truth will make you free. Freedom and truth. Freedom comes from digging into that word, that, that word of God, from staying close to that word. And what, what is that truth you find in the word? Well, it's the same truth that Martin Luther found, the theme of the Reformation. All have sinned, and all have come short of the glory of God. You heard that in the epistle reading for today, Romans chapter 3. No one's perfect, not a single person. And it doesn't matter whether you're, you're rich or poor, young or old, educated or not, all have sinned, all have come short. And all deserve nothing except the wrath of God. But that's only part of the truth of the Word of God. The other part of the Word of truth is that God has sent His Son Jesus into the world to forgive sins. He sent Christ Jesus into this world to forgive your sins and mine. He sent Christ Jesus to the cross to declare us free. Free to be his people, free to be his servants, to be partners with him and his work in his kingdom. If you continue in my word, Jesus says, then you are my disciples. And that truth of the gospel will make you free. Our Lord declares a beautiful thing to us. He declared the same thing to Martin Luther. You can't help but think about him on a day like today on Reformation. I mean, because here's a man who could not find any way to get his sin taken care of. He was so fixated on his sinfulness, he could not see God's love for the world. He did not know that God was searching for him. He did not know that God was, 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 was looking for him. He knew all about Jesus. He did not know Jesus. And Luther said, when he understood when he finally came to understand, when the Spirit opened his mind and his heart that God had forgiven him all of his sins in Christ Jesus, it was like somebody threw a curtain aside and opened heaven for him. Because there for the first time, he understood God's love. And there for the first time, he was truly free. Freedom and truth. It's a theme of the Reformation. Freedom and truth. It's the theme of the gospel. Jesus declares that truth in his word. Freedom in Christ from all sin. It's that theme that our God presents to each and every one of us. That is our theme. We are free. We are free by the truth of God's word. In Christ, we are free indeed. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Would you please stand with me as we confess together our common Christian faith in the words of the Nicene Creed, page 9 in your bulletin. Together we confess. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. And in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, 
by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord. consuming fire, a burning holy flame with glory and freedom. Our God is the only righteous judge, ruling over us with kindness and wisdom. And we, we will keep our eyes on you. We will keep our eyes on you. A mighty fortress is our God. A sacred refuge is your name. Your kingdom is unshakable. God is jealous for his own, none could comprehend his love and his mercy. Our God is exalted on his throne, high above heaven, forever he's worthy. We will keep our eyes is our God, a sacred refuge is your name, your kingdom is unshakable.
on you so we can set our hearts on you lord we will set our hearts on is our God, a sacred refuge is your name, your kingdom is unshakable. stand for prayer. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. We praise you, O God, for preserving the truth of your holy word for us to hear, to read, to learn, and to believe. And we thank you for creating and sustaining the church. Move your church throughout the world to hold fast to your truth and to proclaim the good news of salvation with boldness so that by your grace, the hearts and the minds of people everywhere may continually be transformed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Lord, for Martin Luther and other reformers who risked their lives in order to proclaim your word of grace and whom you use to reveal again the truth of your word. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Lord, give us the grace to know that all good things come from you. Give us faith which enables us to rest confidently under your care. And give us trust that you will provide, even as we joyfully and generously give from our resources. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Gracious Lord, you invite us to be still and to know that you are God. In times of trouble, be our refuge and our strength. Help us to rest under your grace and protection. In prosperous times, teach us again that our well-being depends not upon us and our work, but upon your heavenly blessing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious Lord, you are with us in many different and special ways. We thank you for your presence with us through the gift of Holy Communion. And we pray for those who will soon be receiving communion for the first time. Jaden Hill. Gabby Johnson, Kirsten Marriott, Grace Meyer, Ethan Moss, and Anna's Virgins. We ask that you would be with them on this special occasion, that as they receive your body and blood, they may know that their sins are forgiven, that they have eternal life with you now and forever. Strengthen their faith so that every day their lives may reflect your love for them 
and that other people may see you in them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We praise you, O God, for the gift of health and for the health care professions through which you serve those in need. Restore to health those who seek healing. And today we especially place into your hands the needs of those who are hospitalized and all who are struggling against illness and infirmity, including Judy Kreider, Sherry Briley, Ellen Smythe, and Butch Taylor as he has faced his surgery this week. We ask that you place your healing hand upon them, Lord, and give them courage in their afflictions. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, for all the saints who now rest from their labors with you in paradise, we give you thanks and we give you praise. Give comfort and peace to those who mourn their passing. And today we especially remember the family and loved ones of Keith Landry, who died this past Sunday. George Tamazi and his family as they mourn the death of his brother, Robert. Craig and Christy Bamer and their family upon the death of Craig's mother, Cheryl, this past Friday. And the family and loved ones of Mike Lee, who recently passed away. Preserve all of us in the one true faith that we may one day join them and all your saints in praising you for eternity. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We praise you, O God, for the gift of marriage, especially as we remember and rejoice with Charlie and Connie Scott as they celebrate their 53rd wedding anniversary this week. We thank you with Camilla Cleveland and her family as they celebrate her 14th birthday tomorrow. And we praise and thank you along with Dan Went and Charity Tormino and grandparents Earl and Sandy Went upon the birth of a son, Atticus Conrad, born this past Wednesday. Protect Atticus with your guardian angels Shield him from all harm and danger, and bless him in every way. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It It is is right right to give give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, for the eternal gospel of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. On this day he overcame Satan, sin, and death, that we may be set free from our sin and know you by grace through faith in Christ alone. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us ever to pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples. And he said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
exposed, thy crush beneath his feet, for the conqueror has risen, and as a stone is rolled
Now may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. We pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have nourished our bodies and souls through your holy word and through the gift of your Son's body and blood. Grant that we heed your gospel call to share throughout the world the message of him who alone sets us free. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. We remain standing as we sing our closing hymn together, Built on the Rock.
Christ his message is real.